from around the world and playing with one of those plastic bags that says, this is not a toy. This is Paranormal World. stuff left on the cutting room floor we're back again after way too long of a break hi guys good to see you again you hi, Mike. Too. <laughs> paranormal one is back with steve bartell josiah lee henson and me mike grasso uh we we, we had a uh what did i call it extra plasmic episode with my wife Sherry while we were the three of us were trying to get our uh, our schedules on track so uh, we, we were happy with that talking some crystal stuff it's pretty cool uh, using it with ghost hunting and got, got some got some neat ideas uh, but I mean you guys were certainly not sitting on your laurels uh, I mean Josiah you were like the worldwide traveler yeah yeah going all over headed down to new orleans and checked out some pretty cool haunted spots myself and that was a blast nice so so uh where did you happen to see well i got to check out the myrtles plantation and then i stopped at awesome. um, count saint germain's house and the ursuline nun's house i got to see boutique du vampire um a bunch was it, of no, other... was that the one? No, that, well, that was the one you said was what a like a speakeasy. You had to have the invitation or something. Yeah. So the way it works is, um, if if you've read her book, her name is Marita Crandall. I talked about her a little bit, but uh, if you've read her book, inside the book, it's about vampires of New Orleans, and uh-huh. uh, inside the book, it explains that if you go into her shop and you find something that you like, you know, you pick it out. And when you're up at the register, just mention to the guy, hey, I'd like to go to the speakeasy above Fritzel's. And the guy, will, he'll uh, kind of like, he'll he'll look at you, make sure you're make sure you're not going to like go up and expose the whole thing and all this. And they say you can take <laughs> photos, but they don't want it to be like super well known. So it's kind of like a little secret. Even on the card, it says, Shh, it's <laughs> so, a so, so mentioning it on this podcast is a nice way to help keep it secret. <laughs> well, they, they've even talked about it on Beyond the Darkness. So I, I think pretty much what they <laughs> okay. want. Okay. They don't want, you know, Marita's been interviewed on Beyond the Darkness, and that's where she talked about it, but they don't okay. want, like, everybody on Bourbon Street to know about it, more of, like, the paranormal community type thing. But okay. uh, anyway, you know, they, they tack on an extra 10 bucks as a cover charge, and then you go into this little bar on Bourbon Street, and this place is phenomenal. They say the, the building itself is over 300 years old. Um, you know, one of the owners died on the bottom of the stairs. Just, I mean, it's just a hmm. really spooky, spooky place, but real inconspicuous from the outside. You think it's just like every other bar along Bourbon Street, and you give the bartender your card, and then he says, he kind of like gives you the finger, like, I'll wait just a minute, you know, and then he contacts the bartender upstairs, and then he says, at this time, call this guy. And walk to the back of the bar, and there's this double set of doors. He says he'll meet you there at X Y Z time, you know, whatever time they specify. And huh. then you go to the go to the back set of doors, 
and there's this guy waiting for you. You know, he's a bartender from, he was from London and he comes down and brings you upstairs and holy cow. I mean, it is, it is something like out of the movies. He said, uh, Johnny Depp's been up there. Um, Nicholas Cage, tons of different celebrities have been up there, you know, just enjoying this vampire speakeasy and it's got its own private balcony over bourbon street and you know it's it's just it's an incredible atmosphere it's something i highly recommend to anybody to check out nice and it's funny because i I saw that like it was the invite only thing and i'm thinking josiah you are the kind of guy (laughs) you you could just be like hanging out somewhere or walking along see some people talking next thing you know you're in cia headquarters <laughs> getting autographs of <laughs> foreign diplomats or something you, you're just you can talk to anybody yeah. in any situation and all of a sudden you're backstage yep you know <laughs> i just have that and so, so hearing this story as cool as it is i've got to say it disappointed me a little bit because <laughs> oh, I, I was waiting here that you, you you met some guys hanging around a dumpster and you're like hey what's going on <laughs> and two minutes later these vampires have you hanging out in the speakeasy no because that's exactly something i could see happening it's it's funny though even when i was in the shop i was mentioning it and as soon as i mentioned it there were like three different people that stopped and you could tell like from my peripheral vision they all sort of honed in they're like what is he talking about even customers there at the vampire shop they don't just advertise it it's one of those things that you have to ask you know and that's that was what was really cool you know so so did they uh did they all end up showing up up there then did they all i went up early because i had a vampire tour that night so i ended up going up until about seven o'clock or so and while i was up there there was a lady and then her husband and she worked she actually worked in hollywood and she worked on a bunch of famous productions and stuff like that and she worked around a lot of the movie stars too but that was all that was up there and then there was a couple out on the balcony but uh, other than that it was really quiet at that time but like they said, they they kind of want to keep it where not everybody's flooding it. Because if, right. if everybody knew, especially seeing how crazy Bourbon Street was, that place would just be like every other place, you know. And I think that's what they mm. want to avoid, you know. Right. But he did say in the evening it gets a little bit busier, but it's generally people, obviously, who know who know the thing, you know. You just kind of got to know it. And so, so in other words, the bar owners kind of like the lieu of vampire bar owners you know i guess so yeah <laughs> yeah yep. and it's so interesting like i said because you walk into this this bar called fritzel's and it has absolutely nothing to do with vampires okay. whatsoever it's just like a standard new orleans bar a very old bar sure and then you just go into those double doors and it's like holy shit you know nice it's really cool <laughs> wow very cool that's, that, that's pretty wild yeah. So, so it's not like it's it's kind of an open-ish type of secret, but not everybody knows. You, you kind of have to know where to look to. Exactly. Find you have out to know where it. to yeah. look, and you know you'd have to have read the book. You know, obviously stuff like this helps kind of explain it, but you know most most times people will find it in the book if they don't listen to podcasts and stuff. They just end up reading the book and that's when they can mention it to that guy but like i said when okay. i was in the shop and i mentioned it even some of the people you could tell they were locals and even know about it so it was kind of neat so you're just like hey i want to go to the secret bar 
Yep, I, I said um, I'd like to go and check out Fritzel's if it's still open. I know COVID threw some things off, and he's like, absolutely. And uh, he starts, he grabbed huh. a card. I've still got the card, you know, and he writes the phone number down. And on the bottom of the card, like I said, it says, shh, it's a secret, you know. So it's, you know, not, <laughs> I don't want you to tell tons of people, but, oh, so neat. Wow. Highly recommend it. I guess. So you said Bourbon Street, even while you were there, was still... Uh still rocking it was rocking and they they claim yeah. that that's pretty normal you know they say that for the most part it's gonna be like it was when i was there during mardi gras they're like amplify that times a million it's even crazier <laughs> but man what a what a lively place and it's just you, you just felt so alive there and it's interesting i've been i've traveled this whole country you know i've been to honolulu salt lake city california you know out to pennsylvania you name it there's probably very few states i haven't been to and i have not yet experienced hospitality like i did in louisiana it was like right honestly mike it felt like i was in a different world in like a different era it's like the people there talk to you they they weren't immediately dismissive or it truly felt different from any place I have ever traveled. I can put it that way. Very nice. Yeah. It's it's always nice to hear of good experiences traveling around. Yes, sir. Especially these days when things have changed so much. Yep. So great and so no, it's count saint germain's home was he was he at home or, or he he was, was not he uh, getting groceries <laughs> i think he might have been buying groceries um okay no he, he was not home you know they claimed the last time he was there was the early I, I think in late 18 early 1900s when that story took place because you know the the lady of the night that he was with fell out of the window and then the very next morning the house looked like it was ransacked and he was gone yeah so that was the last spotting but it still was i can tell you it was very eerie standing in front of that door knowing the things that have taken place there and but if he is immortal he's out there somewhere exactly you know he might be farming or doing something completely different exactly or it could be like right down the hallway you know there you go yep Um, i'm I'm thinking he's not farming yeah (laughs) (laughs) i just saying you know (laughs) (laughs) there were some other cool places like uh, the carter brothers i got to see the carter brothers apartment there in new orleans which if you're not familiar with that i'd recommend you know familiarizing yourself with it it's (laughs) i don't want to give it away too much but just look up the carter brother vampires of new orleans i mean that is really chilling Mm. um you know and just like I said, I went to the Myrtles, and then I got to stop with the Ursuline yeah. Nuns, the the convent, which is the oldest uh, standing structure in New Orleans right now. That's hmm. really interesting story about the girls that came over, but I don't want to give too much away. Maybe we can talk about it on another episode, but there's a lot of cool stuff to do down there. Even if you're not into spooky stuff, you'll, you'll be able to find something to do. <laughs> well, you've yeah. covered a lot of this stuff in past episodes, though. You yeah, and, and that's why up. the trip was so important to me, because I, I knew a lot of this very intimately, you know. You know, I, I, I'd like to hear about your experiences at Myrtle's, like what sort of paranormal things yeah. happened, what sort of feelings you got and everything, but I want I want to wait till we can do it in this environment, you know. Yeah, and, and let me just tell you real quick about the Myrtle's. 
exceeded every expectation I've ever had. I'm, I'm hmm. going to be straight up honest with you. I did not experience anything paranormal. Oh, okay. But you, you've got to you've got to bear in mind that you know the same thing happens at Conover Square or anywhere. Yeah, exactly. But it's the stories and all the different things that I heard about. And I mean that place. Every it just it's just in my bones i i needed to go there you know and it, it just exceeded all of my expectations and i'd like to go back maybe someday with us or other people like other ghost hunters sure. and really really check it out whereas me i was basically just doing the tourist thing you know and sure. yeah but it would be fun to go with all the equipment and everything and, exactly and do they let you set up in there or just yes. like in your room Yes, so I I got to do the stay overnight, and then I did the the grounds tour, and then I went back another night, and then just meandered around all by myself. But you know, I I went to the restaurant, had dinner in the restaurant, which is really really nice. There, there's paintings in that restaurant that are selling for sixty seven thousand dollars. Like wow. at first, wow. I thought the guy was like, yeah, this is a. $6,700 painting and I'm like well that's pretty expensive he goes that's thousand I'm thinking holy shit so it's <laughs> it's very highfalutin place but you know if you if you go at the right time they'll allow you to do all that kind of stuff and you, you kind of have to set it up and you know they will allow you to investigate and stuff like that but of course there it comes with payment you know which is fine for sure. a place like that but Dear God, what a what a history there! My goodness, I, like I said, we can go into it maybe in another episode. But boy, oh boy, what a what a nutty history! <laughs> cool. Well, yeah, well, I mean, we definitely want to hear more about it, and and I think maybe after uh, you get a chance to get your thoughts together, and you okay. said you're going to put together some. Uh, some audio visual type of things or yeah working on like, like a little presentation yeah okay okay we'll, we'll, we'll put a little powerpoint and get you a laser pointer <laughs> cool and uh yeah that'll be cool awesome the cats can chase it yeah <laughs> well I, I i you know i i had no idea was this a, a last minute thing that you were doing that ended um, up going that way no, truthfully, I got to thinking about that. I had just not mentioned it to anybody. I'm a lot of times I don't <laughs> say anything to anybody, and I uh, I had just planned it. My uncle had messaged me, you know, about I think a month ago now, and just sort of planned it and didn't even think about mentioning it to anybody. That's just pretty kinda, quick, though. Months pretty fast. Yeah, plan yeah. a trip like that. Yeah. Yep, like yeah, I told uh, Steve. Uh, yeah, I, I, I just open up Facebook and there you are, the Myrtles. I'm like, mm-hmm. I thought you just like happened to say, "Hey, this is a cool place." No, I'm here. Like, no, wow. I was there. <laughs> yeah, it was it was a blast, man. Nice. Yep. Glad you had a chance to do that. Yep, me too. It was just something I've wanted to do since I was 10 years old. My uncle gave me that book and i don't know if you read that part Mm -hmm. on facebook but yeah you know he gave me that book and you know told me oh there's a house down the road you know in this book you know basically just lying to me to get me to read it and i (laughs) i read about the myrtles and that place was just like seared into my memory i'm like same uncle was the one that gave you the book in the first very same one so it almost like came full circle you know that you were down there with him yep and he didn't he didn't even remember that the whole book Mm. thing but i'll never forget the cover it's got a it's got like leaves strewn about an attic and there was something about that cover that just stood out to me and i actually rented it from the library to take it down with me because i don't have it now of course but you don't have it anymore no, no. I mean, he. I was young. You know, I was 25 years ago. Now I'm 35. Now, 
Hey, I, I just you guys keep talking. Talk amongst yourselves. I want to grab a book really quick here. Okay, sounds good. Yeah, I mean the, so, the cool thing about the Myrtles me. is it's it's on unsolved mysteries. It's been on like mm. every single major thing you can imagine, you know. So it's I say Ghost Lab, I think, uh, investigated there as well. Yep, even Zach Baggins has been there. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's very well known. So the book you were holding in the in the GIF and everything, yep, wasn't the actual book then, or it was that was a book, a copy of the same exact mm. book. Gotcha. It wasn't gotcha. the one that he handed me when I was little. It's a copy of that I read from the library. Gotcha. So, gotcha. But like I said, Steve. I'll never forget that cover. I just remember thinking, God, that looks so cool. It's like an attic floor with leaves on it and stuff like that. And nice. You know, he really had me captivated by telling me that a house down the street was in the book. You know, right. it kind of get me to open it up and sure. I'm glad I did. <laughs> uh I, I you said books and it reminded me of this. I saw this on my bookshelf a couple weeks ago. I'm like, oh crap. Um I mean actually awesome crap uh so we were doing that we had we had a couple shows where we did that our paranormal alphabet yes yeah. and and i realized i'm gonna hopefully you can see this oh yeah you Rose see this, Mary the encyclopedia nice. of ghosts and spirits and uh yeah uh, rosemary ellen guiley is we've we've wow. brought her up before very cool very prolific huh. and uh and writing about the paranormal field but uh yeah there, there are actually some cues in here okay yeah yeah in fact it, and i and as i was just flipping through here one of the very famous pictures and now this makes this makes for good <laughs> good radio entertainment here me flipping through a book <laughs> and audio um oh you gotta be giving Right. Here we go. Out. Queen's house ghost. Queen's house. There's this ghost photo. Again, this is great for you listening. Everybody listening. I can't even see. Can you see that picture? Yeah. Yes. Open it up. That that. Do you recognize that? Have you seen that before? It looks it, familiar. It does it's look familiar. Grainy on my end. Oh yes, yeah, yes, yes. It, that, sort of it, like the gray the, lady. The lady, but she's got I mean, the three like hovering spheres over her head and everything. Okay. This, that what's in the background? Actually, that, there was a long exposure. Um, if it, it, it's really hard to see in this, it looks like somebody's crawl. Can you see it? I'm I can't. There it is. It looks like there's somebody crawling up the staircase, or like their their hand is at the bottom of the staircase, like they're coming up. Okay. On the uh, what is what is in the background? It, it, it's not a good reproduction, but what's in the background the th- with the three hovering spheres and everything? Th- th- that's a that's a light on the wall. Oh, they had a really okay. long exposure. Okay, gotcha. And 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 so yeah, it look that looks kind of that, that's what you first look at. And you're like, hey, there's a three-eyed giant spider back there. But uh-huh. no, it's you. This is a horrible reprint, actually. But there's some like the, you if you adjust the contrast, you can see it better. But yeah, the encyclopedia here. So we will never be short of things again until we use all three cues that are in in the encyclopedia of ghosts and spirits. I think I was in a book club or something one time and ordered this that is really cool actually yeah it's a big book too look at this yeah absolutely i i googled like the picture 40 pages yeah. i googled the picture and i can see it now um the the figure hanging onto the railing and everything hmm. yeah it's, it's like it's like it's climbing like like it's like one arm really stretched out and the other one right right one. Hmm. yeah it's but yeah fi- over 500 pages in this thing 548 pages i'd love to get that myself actually well, get, get get yourself that Myrtle's book first. 
Well, yeah, like I said, I it's rented all- it from the library, <laughs> but I will, I will buy it. Yeah, sounds like that's something you absolutely need to have in your collection. I mean, they probably had them there, I'm guessing, in the gift shop. You know, they didn't. They had another. It was a second edition of a book just about Myrtle. See, the one that Uncle Mike gave me was a collaboration of like thirty or forty different hauntings uh, across America. Okay, this was just one of them. Yep, it was, I think, the second one out of the 40, and it was written in 1988, you know, so that was, that was Hmm. before, like, the big paranormal boom, you know, so. Yeah. Yeah, 1988. Yeah. Well, that's about when Ghost came out, I think, a little bit, maybe shortly after that, with Patrick Swayze. Yep. That was in that general time period, so. Yeah. Yeah, that's about as paranormal as people were getting at that. Well, Ghostbusters. Yeah, of course. course. Uh, But there just wasn't that, like, huge um, paranormal investigating type stuff. And, you know, none of that was really super prominent. No. Was Unsolved Mysteries even on at that point? I think it was. I, I, you know, I don't remember. Let me Google that. I I think it was. Because it was Unsolved Mysteries and it was, uh, uh, what else? What was it? I'm, I'm oh. confusing it with with amazing stories. There's amazing stories back to back with uh, yeah, those Alfred Hitchcock presents, yeah. but Unsolved Mysteries was on right in that same era. Yeah, um, yeah. Amazing Stories was a good show. Yeah, I agree. 1987. Yeah, yeah January 20th, 1987. Okay. Yeah, I was two. But like, you know, I was still like remember like In Search of and Nova and stuff like that. They'd have that type of stuff and uh i I always enjoyed watching those i I hear people talk about that a lot i when i was a kid and because that was the only thing that was out there yeah like especially like in the 70s and early 80s just like in in search of and uh once in a while you'd catch a random show here or there about something but or the old you know they show the frankenstein movies on tv yeah sure yeah but wow times are a little different now Speaking of which, um, I did recently watch, I don't know if I told you, but I watched Nosferatu, and gosh, that you was did? really, yeah, that was actually really cool. I liked that a bunch. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it, it just, I mean, the, the cinematography is just amazing. Yep, mm-hmm. and it really helps me understand a lot of vampire v- vampire legend as of now. Mm. Even, like, the sunlight, that was something, what, I, what I've recently learned on the Vampire Tour was that was something brought on by Nosferatu. They were trying to figure out how to make the vampire, um, you know, how, how to kill him without using the common methods, you know, like the the stake through the heart. And okay. it was the actor who opened up the shade and thought, you know, he started reacting to the shade all crazy. And then the director's like, that's it. We're going to use sunlight. <laughs> so that's not even very old. That, that whole sunlight killing vampires thing came from that movie. You should have said spoiler alert. Yeah, but, yeah. You know, a, a hundred year old movie. I was going to say if you alert. haven't if you haven't seen it by now, you know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it, it, it was fun. It was fun. The imagery in there is just really cool. Yeah, thank you for that suggestion. I'm, I'm glad you had a chance to check it out. Yep, me too. Now you need to go watch the. Uh, what was the what was the movie about the making of Nosferatu with uh, yeah, yeah, Shadow of the Vampire? vampire. Shadow yeah. of the Vampire, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you should definitely check that out. Yep, because Mike, I think Mike had mentioned I gotta watch Nosferatu first, and then right. yeah, right. And then you'll want to go back and watch Nosferatu again. <laughs> yeah, okay. After seeing it, <laughs> yeah, good, good, good films. Good. It, it seems like I have so many things I want to watch, and 
I don't make time. Yeah. For any of it, I've been wanting. I, I was so excited, waiting for even Wandavision to come out, and I have not watched a single episode of it I, yet. I haven't caught it yet either. Although Olympia's yeah. been watching it, and she said it's really good. What is that one about, guys? Marvel Comic Universe. Oh. Okay. And it's called I mean, growing up. They were my two favorite characters. I thought Are, they were both oh, really? So, cool. so, so has Vision has been in comic comics as a character for quite some time? Then. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. If I remember gotcha. right, he was because there. Uh, and here we go geeking out. But I think there was uh, like the there was original. If I remember correctly, and this is completely out of my brain, and I could be completely wrong, <laughs> but he was like a like, Human Torch used to be like an android. Okay. Before he became in the Fantastic Four, Human Torch. So there was like a Human Torch that was an android, and somehow that was reused to make Vision, or it became Vision, or something like that. I think. But but so I think his origins would have gone way back there. But I know, like in the seventies, I was buying Avengers comics with him in it. Hmm. I'll be darned. I've never heard of him. What have you have you followed the Avengers movies at all? And Not everything? a tremendous amount, no. So it was, I've watched a couple. It was a little bit confusing, but uh, Vision was was what uh, uh, Tony Stark's uh, Tony Stark's uh, uh, AI like planet saving. Yeah, yeah. His his AI was system. <laughs> yeah, that that ended up turning into Ultron or whatever was going to and you know vision is what it was going to take as its form and everything okay and they somehow stopped it before it could populate itself into vision and it was kind of i mean i guess i'd have to go back and rewatch it but that was his origin at least in the movies and everything yeah i, don't think I, I think the that. best power for him though is that he can like dematerialize and like walk through a wall and then rematerialize right okay. right i'm like i'm and, like that's the that's the power and, to have that's cool. <laughs> he, like he had that. one of the infinity stones embedded in his forehead. Oh, it was the okay. uh, which one was that? The not the time one, but the uh, I forget which one it was. Huh. One of our ten listeners would probably know. It was the last yeah. one, wasn't? Wasn't it the last one that they needed? They got off of him. Yeah, because Thanos took it, and it obviously ended his life. And then that's when he snapped. Yep. Oh, yeah. See, spoiler, that's the one where they all alert. disappear. Yeah. <laughs> I, see, I haven't seen that. I've seen, like, where they all, like, start pixelating or something. Yeah. But yeah. I have not watched yeah. that movie. Gotcha. Okay. Yep. Oh, okay. Yeah, that was the one. Okay. Sorry we spoiled yeah. it for you. Oh, no. It, not <laughs> a big deal I, at all. I, I know. I'm just joking. Nope. Not a big deal. <laughs> You're really going to be disappointed when you see Star Wars now. <laughs> so, I, th- th- there was somebody that I, I mentioned about kylo ren killing han solo and this guy this was like months after the movie was out and they, this, this guy's like I, I can't believe you just told me that I'm like dude it's on t-shirts <laughs> it's like take it easy psycho right right yeah <laughs> jeez <laughs> oh let's see well I'll, I'll tell you what we we start or we could just keep <laughs> talking about Marvel characters too, but you know there, there was a. I, I sent you guys an article earlier, um, and and it, this came off of Ranker. Um, and, and just to let everybody know, if if you ever go to look at Ranker, don't do it on your phone, because it's going to pop up about seventy different <laughs> things on your screen. <laughs> Awful of pop-ups, <laughs> but um, on, on the computer here, it's been pretty good with the pop-up locker. Um, 
not that they don't deserve support, but it's really tough to look at when there's a thousand pop-ups. But but they've got some really cool stuff on here. And one of these lists was 12 scientific explanations behind paranormal phenomenon. Now this was uh, this last updated June 1st, 2017. So I, I, I think we're fairly still in the same technological era when when this came up um and i i just thought it might be neat for us to go through some of these and talk about maybe our own experiences with them or what we think about it or if the people who wrote this are just trying to be dick dickish and um a little too nitpicky about stuff um for example i i somebody that i worked with for a while found out about the ghost stuff you know, i'm interested in that and he goes well you know there's a good a condition called such and such that uh makes you feel as though somebody is touching your body I'm like oh didn't know that but uh, thank you for making me aware now that i know now that every single instance of ghosts is fake you know it's you'll find this one instance did he pick um, up on the sarcasm or not <laughs> uh i i could lay it on pretty thick with this guy we were good um in fact i may have actually said those exact words to him but uh it, it but but you so often like like with the uh debunking of the loch ness photo uh, somebody says it was actually fake it was my what father or grandfather whatever this many years ago he yep. made a little floaty thing and took a picture of it and everybody goes ah uh, there you have it there's no such thing as a Loch Ness monster it's like okay one person claims that they, crop circles we talked about that one person is able to replicate them and but now apparently there are like contests out there for people creating crop circles but um but you know one one debunk one potential debunking does not destroy a whole field yeah yeah uh, unless it's a crop circle field and then that's pretty cool but um i don't know so 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 in looking at some of these just want to get your 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 thoughts on them but i, I the first one is talking about infrasound now you guys are, are you guys familiar with this? Yep, that was. Yep. Um, remember when I talked about the hypogeum? Oh yeah. Yeah, I think it kind of Greece, right? Was that in Greece? Um, it was in Malta. Malta. Yeah. Okay, yep. close. close enough. Yep, close enough. <laughs> Maybe close enough from sitting where I'm sitting. Okay, sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> oh no, I was just gonna say <laughs> there were some parallels there. Hopefully, we didn't offend any of our Greek or Maltian <laughs> listeners. Yeah, let us know, and if we can afford postage, we'll send you a T-shirt. By the way, still no emails, no takers on the on the uh, T-shirt offer. So shame on you all. Unless there's no extra large T-shirt people out there, which then I get it. So, but it, in all fairness, who writes an email to communicate nowadays? Anyways, you know, but, I, but you that's know, the whole just... thing. That's the hey. <laughs> <laughs> If you want a T-shirt, send an email. <laughs> and if you don't remember what you had to do, then go back and listen. Then you can get a T-shirt. But if you hear say, this, if if someone messages the early Facebook March of twenty twenty one, if someone messages the, the Facebook page or something, you know, I, I I think that would 
that would pro- that would be just as good, wouldn't it? You know what the original deal was? Send okay, an email. Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yep. Yep. Not just any email. There was a very specific request. Sort of like you know, send in a self-addressed stamped envelope, or <laughs> I know what are those. Um, <laughs> You know, follow all the contest rules if you want to win. Uh, my, my wife has a cousin that won a trip to, like, Africa one time. He, he there were, It was like uh, TNT or something like that was offering, or TBS, one of these things. And you had to, like, write down things that happened at certain times, and you had to, all these crazy rules. Two people successfully completed all the steps you needed wow. to win the trip. So basically, Jeez. he had a 50% chance to win, and he did win it. Wow. Cool. Yeah. Uh, it's like a like a picture safari or something like that. So, uh, hey, if you want the T-shirt, go back and listen. Follow the rules. I think it was like two shows, three shows ago. I don't know. Go back and listen. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. So, so this infrasound. Um, so our, our our human hearing is generally like twenty hertz to twenty thousand kilohertz, give or take. Um, that, 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 that's the range of frequencies that we can hear and below 20 Hertz, you, you ever go to like a concert or, or, or a party and you can like feel the bass boom, 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 crushing through you. Yep. Uh, so under 20 Hertz, you can't necessarily hear it, but you can still feel it. And it's in ways that you might not be able to normally explain like it might make your eyeballs vibrate which causes hallucinations uh it it, it caused maybe vibrations in in different parts of your body that um give you feelings of anxiety fear uh, like you're being watched things like that uh, there, there's an instance there it mentions a uh a, a scientist it says he was convinced his laboratory was haunted after seeing what he thought was a ghost uh he was a scientist and a fencing enthusiast so you know the, the sword playing kind of thing uh, he eventually noticed that his fencing sword had been vibrating on its own and then he understood what happened a new fan he had installed in his lab was emitting vibrations of about 19 hertz so that would be just below or right about the threshold where somebody might be able to hear it. Since eyeballs have a resonant frequency of 20 hertz, when the va- when the fan vibrated his eye, it caused him to see shadows because his brain couldn't interpret what he what was happening. And when he turned off the fan, all the ghosts went away. So do you feel that's a reasonable one for certain situations? I think so i i mean it also mentions yeah like you know like you were saying like wind and different things resonating at a at a pitch that you wouldn't be able to distinguish with your ears i yeah. i think that's a, as plausible as any other explanation you know yeah and especially the fact that he isolated it and turned it off and then everything went away right yeah right well yeah. like like you were saying with like the alarm clock emitting emf right next to your head you know and everything mm-hmm. and you're paranoid and you're scared and anxious and all these things and yeah think there's hauntings and as soon as you, you move that move it or unplug it or get rid of it then all of a sudden it all stops you know yep right right yeah yeah i i've heard that there are some and I'm trying to remember if it was like haunted houses, like, you know, pay five bucks and walk through and have people in masks yeah. scare you. Or if it was like a, in these in this case, a so, so-called so legitimately haunted location where sound was being used to like provide an extra level of fear. 
it'd be cool to generate it and experiment with it and see if it, you know, causes any type of reaction in unsuspecting and people with knowledge of what was going on or even to, you know, try it on yourself and everything, knowing it's there. Mm. But what I was just starting to say, though, was that uh, there was a Ghost Adventures episode where Bill Chappell was using some sort of infrasound to, I want to say, if the infrasound was interrupted, yeah, I, I forget exactly what the experiment was, but they were they were experimenting with light and infrasound in the same episode. Do you guys remember them doing that? Was that or? the one where they had like the no. tubes? I th- believe they were shooting so. through the tubes. Yes, or something? I forget or like pipes, something like that. Yeah, they had like all those PVC pipe they were linking up. Yeah, it was something. It was in one of the earlier seasons. I'd have to go back and look at it, but I know okay, they. Okay, yeah, this was a something later. Okay, maybe I, I don't know. I know like, sometimes we see yeah, they, they put those two hour ones when they were still on Travel Channel. I should say, <laughs> pre Discovery Plus. Uh, yep. Yeah, because um, they put those two hour clip shows together. Yeah, because they wanted and, your DVR uh, to pick it up as a new episode. Recently. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I've never really wished for something to crash and burn <laughs> recently. Um, as much as I have this Discovery Plus, it's really annoying. I, I was just doing some research on that. Um, you know, CBS All Access really started this whole trend and everything. And they released a brand new series of Star Trek on there. <laughs> and yeah, I had my fingers crossed that, oh, no one's going to buy it. it everything's going to go back to normal cable and satellite and everything else and uh people eh, subscribe to answer. it and it blew up so now all of the channels are yeah. saying well hey why should we have direct tv and dish and hulu and all these places covering our show when we could just have our own app you know and charge people for it and i tell you to me i i feel like i'm a fairly tech savvy guy and that stuff is <gasps> beginning to get so convoluted that i'm confused by it there's like where can you watch this show? Oh, it can be on Ding Dong Doodle Doodle. Like, what the <laughs> hell? Like, yeah. yeah. It, it's almost like when they went to e-learning, you know, go to Sparkle Buzz and find the crackle and, yeah. and go to, yeah. you know, think of a jiggy. Yeah. I feel like that old guy, like, where's my goddamn water? <laughs> <laughs> Did you say Wapner? My water. Josiah, it oh. only gets worse. <laughs> Wapner would be funny, though. <laughs> Like a Raid Man <laughs> reference, I thought that's what you were getting at. I want Wapner. Wapner's on. No, but really, it seems like there's just so many of these platforms coming out. It's like, yeah. good Lord, how do you keep up with this monetarily yeah. and also the other way, you know? Yeah. Well, so I ditched DirecTV because it was getting too expensive, you know, and we got, you know, we beefed up our internet and we got Hulu, you know, and so we we're yeah. saving a ton of money. We had access to all of the shows we used to watch. Well, now they found a way to, you know, Hulu's still good for most stuff, but if you want new episodes of this show, mm. now you've got to get Discovery Plus, or you've got to get Paramount Plus, which is coming soon. They're not know? even showing reruns of Ghost Adventures on Travel Channel. Oh, really? But but yeah, you look at upcoming episodes. But, nothing. So 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 they're not playing them live then, like on the Travel Channel, or, or do they not stream the Travel yeah, cause, Channel cause anymore? We, we had the DVR set up for new episodes. And it right. would get those two-hour ones, and then there'd be right. the screaming room, and uh, and it would, it, you know, once in a while, hey, look, there's like four ghost adventures to watch. Cool, we'll have something to do this weekend as we're sitting around. Yeah. But then all of a sudden, there were no more coming up, and you hit the upcoming on the DVR, nothing. But but you're you're on Hulu. You're Zip. talking. 
No, no, it's uh, cable. You have uh, oh, okay. Xfinity, Comcast. Because, so, so we still have Hulu Live, although I don't know for how much oh, yeah, we'll longer. We'll get the on-demand stuff, too, well, or, that's, or that's the what Discovery I was just gonna Go say. app. But, that's what I was just going to say. All the uh, travel go. Hulu still has all past seasons that you can go back and watch. But, yeah. you know, I, I think I first noticed it with... We were, we were midway through a new season of Ghost Nation, and all of a sudden, out of the blue, they just said, yeah, you know, if you want to see our next you know, new episode, it's premiering on, you know, Discovery Plus. And I went and I looked at the guide and whatever, whatever, and sure enough, yeah, Hulu's not streaming it, so. Well, yeah. Well, Discovery Plus started, well, like January 1st, 2nd, 3rd, something like that, first part of January. Yep. There have been two episodes of Ghost Adventures in that two months. Hmm. How many people switched over and say, oh, well, if I want to see Ghost Adventures, I better cough up the six bucks a month or whatever to watch it, or whatever show they want to see. Two episodes, right? And it, it, this is we're in March. Man, you got two two new episodes. Well, Ooh, I, sign me up. <laughs> well, like I said, though, I, I know Ghost Nation. I, actually, virtually every paranormal show I know, Kindred Spirits, all those different ones. Mm-hmm. There's even mm-hmm. a couple of new ones with. Uh, there's a collab between like the Ghost Brothers and Jack Osborne, maybe or something. So there's all these yeah. new shows, and then the existing shows, new episodes only place you can see them is discovery plus now granted it covers you know it would cover me and my paranormal shows but it would also cover like janelle and her hgtv shows um i know the uh the the people that do the magnolia stuff i can't think of their names but they're uh you know the blonde guy and his i think asian or hispanic wife i, I can't think of their names but you know who i'm talking about You're talking they, a different language right now i have no idea well anyways all of the <laughs> diy stuff and the home rehabbing yeah. and the and stuff all those things from discovery and all the different hgtv they're all on discovery plus mm-hmm. so that would be the one app that we would actually consider getting because her interests, my interests, yeah. you know, are all in mm-hmm. one place. But. And is it all on demand, Steve, or is it? You know, I'm not sure. I, well, it is all on demand, yes. But Janelle asked me also, if you get the Discovery Plus app, does that mean you can watch live shows as they're happening? You know, are they streaming the Travel Channel live 24 hours, you mm-hmm. know, or or not? I just, mm-hmm. to, me, to me, it's kind of like the old, you know, the DJ pretty much dying off type of thing. There was something to be said about being able to turn on a radio and your song was playing. It's like, oh my God, this is so exciting. And it was it's, special. Yeah, yeah it's kind of special. And that's what I kind of liked about the simplicity of just turning on cable. It's like, oh, cool, the show's on. <laughs> you know, now it's like we're so spoiled. We can watch anything at the, the yeah. touch of a fingertip and it's good. And at the same sense, it's kind of like, oh, you know, what, what do I what do I watch? There's so much content out there. It's like, oh, yeah, that's like me, me complaining. Oh, there's no new ghost adventures or there's no. <laughs> new kindred spirits on the regular channel yeah but i can see like you know 89 past seasons on demand yeah. through the app or or, or on the on demand through the cable yeah okay well, boohoo for me and i've missed two shows oh no but it's i don't know it's just annoying it's yeah just, it's it's like nice. Josiah, like you said yeah you just want to turn on the tv and know what you're gonna get Exactly. Yep. It's nice to have that programming, you know, like you can kind of plan around it a little bit versus anytime you want to start it, you just press a button. I kind of like that, you know, like it's exciting. Yeah. Oh my gosh, look what's on. <laughs> and you know, the the downside is that, like I was saying, we, you know, we got rid of DirecTV to save money, got Hulu, everything was great for a while. But now if I want to watch AMC, which isn't on Hulu, I need the AMC app. If I want any of the paranormal mm-hmm. stuff, Discovery Plus app, I already have Shutter, Netflix, Disney Plus, you know, 
we're not making full use. You know, one person watches one, another person watches the other. I go for a long time without watching specific ones. You're really not getting your money's worth, and you're damn near the price of where you were when you had DirecTV or cable. Absolutely. So, and you don't get all that extra stuff too. You know, once in a while you feel like watching. Well, I guess that would be on there. I'm just picking up, picking up random examples here. You know, oh, there's a show about vampires on sure XYZ channel. We don't normally get XYZ, or we don't normally watch it. Let's see what's on there. You don't get that when you're doing that because for a long time they're talking about a la carte. Wouldn't it be nice to have a la carte services? (laughs) I want my networks. I want my four cable channels are the only ones I ever watch, and I want to. I'll pay five bucks a month for each of those. Nope. Can we do that? Nope, can't do that. But <laughs> that's exactly where we're at you now. Subscribe and then pay extra. See, that's the thing. It's like well, uh, there's. It's you, you all. You, you can't get everything unless you pay a crap ton of money to get it all. You try cutting the cord, and by the time you add in all these individual services, oh, and by the way, you don't get access to this app and that app. Right. Oh, I want to watch Hallmark app. Wait, I need to subscribe to Hall, to to something to get Hallmark or to get NBC Sports, which yep. is ending at the end of the year too. For some reason, like that, that's going off the air. Um, you know, I see this as an end around by the individual networks. You know, they're always feuding with Dish or DirecTV, and they go yeah, out and they yeah. do whatever, whatever. This is their way of doing yeah. an end around. They're saying, you know what? We're going to control our own content. If you want it, you come to us, subscribe to us, and that's how you get it. You know, yeah. but, but yeah. like you said, I, I mean, you could reduce it just to a handful of things. And now, one thing I would recommend: we get HBO Max free through AT and T um, as part mm. of our package. Every single major movie release in 2021 is going to be streamed for free on HBO Max, hmm. including like the Godzilla versus King Kong here at the King end of the Kong. month. Yeah. <laughs> but the uh, Wonder Woman 1984 came out on Christmas Day, watched it on HBO Max mm. for free, very first day. You know, right now you got to rent it for $20 if you want to see it. Wow. But, so that right there is reason <laughs> enough to subscribe to HBO Max, but. Well, okay, now you got me thinking about King Kong. <laughs> <laughs> Love King Kong. You know, it's it. You just can't. Josiah, have you seen the original King Kong? Yeah, the one that the lady's blonde, right? I think she's always blonde. Yeah, she's <laughs> always blonde. <laughs> In all the I versions, just remember the, the black, really, like, black and white and blonde. It, not the Jessica the Lange one. Version. It was prior to that one. I think he's Ray. He like walks around all stiff and creepy, kind of. Is that yeah. the one? He is yeah. claymation. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, love it, love it. Yeah, it'll be yeah. cool to see that one. I did see the previews for that Godzilla vs. King Kong. Yeah. That looked pretty cool. It does. It does. Yeah. Once again, With the girl from Stranger Things. I don't want either of them to win because I think they're both badass. It's like, who, who, do you, no. who do you root for there? Right, right. Oh, I totally want Kong to win. You okay. just root for destruction. That's all you root for. And uh. He's got like this axe. You see, like he's got that axe. There's something that he's got. Oh, I didn't see that. Maybe I missed that part. Because, like, Godzilla comes at him and, like, shoots and he, like, blocks it with the axe. Like, Ooh. Godzilla's doing the flame. Oh. I'll have to look at that. <laughs> it's going to rock. But it looks like the axe is made out of, a, like, one of Godzilla's, uh, like, spikes oh, okay. on his back. Yeah. He, he, it, it's only fair that he has a weapon because, I mean, shooting flames out of your mouth is so unfair. 
This, oh, okay. This is one of my favorite or, tangents or, that we've ever gone off on. You know? Yeah. <laughs> we, we started off with infrasound, and now I'm, I'm Googling King Kong's axe. Right, right. <laughs> well, oh, the, to, band name. Write that down. To, <laughs> King Kong's To be fair, axe. it was Discovery Plus that set us down this rabbit hole, you know? Yeah. So, suck at Discovery Plus. That's my... <laughs> That's my word. Unless, of course, they want to hook us up. Then, all of a sudden, that'd be pretty cool. <sighs> but I don't see that happening. Uh-huh. Especially now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we just basically just verbally slammed them. <laughs> yeah. And, and we were, like, really this close to doing it anyway. We are like, ready to pull the trigger on it anyway. But it's like, uh, yeah. we're just too busy to watch right now. Yeah. So, you know, if things change, it might happen. You know what? In which case, then I'll be like, it's so good. I'm glad we got it. <laughs> On a side note about infrasound. Thank you for coming back. Yes. Uh, do you do you remember we were talking about the story about the Russian scientists that were out in the, the cold? I, I forget mm-hmm. the exact yeah, situation. Yeah, that... that Whatever the name passed that I can't Correct. pronounce. Well, do you that remember what? Something? Do you remember what the uh, scientific explanation for what happened to them was? Mm-hmm. That it was ultra. The uh, that it was infrasound that drove them to their madness and and to oh. do what they did. That was the official explanation oh. for. I thought it was an avalanche. Yeah. No, it, and that's it, what I was. An avalanche. Like now they're saying happened, avalanche. But, I guess. But uh, I remember specifically from the story that that they theorized that it was infrasound that caused them to go crazy mm. and do everything they did the eating and okay. the just whatever whatever you know huh, see i there, thought there, that there was could have been infrasound from the avalanche possible yeah and see the way i interpreted it i could be wrong too i thought the infrasound was a prior explanation and then the the official came out and they're like it was an avalanche i, I could be wrong though but it did, didn't I, I think that might be it yeah uh, unless i'm confusing two stories that didn't they end up eating part of some of the other ones well or? what happened is their their faces were found eaten and their tongues were eaten out yeah but what they say what what, what they say would have happened would have been they would have froze and then during the thaw animals would have been picking at their faces oh sure yeah but fabulous so, so yeah. maybe that maybe like you said maybe that was one of the earlier i uh, think that's what it was yeah because i've been seeing a pop-up on my, my facebook feed a lot lately because i'm old and i still use facebook <laughs> and so they they were saying like they used actual they used um some modeling from like the frozen 2 movie snow, like modeling of how snow moves okay um to to actually come up with like to sort of i guess prove this theory Jeez. of the avalanche that is weird it's kind of wild but but it would explain you know the way their bodies were all torn apart like they probably heard it coming that's why they ran out in their yeah. underwear um their bodies were ripped ripped Ugh. apart you know just beaten like crazy because that, that would have happened in the avalanche but yeah and then it melts and it's like huh yeah, and they were That's saying weird. that they fought. They, there was evidence that they fought their way out of the tent. And to me, I'm yeah, thinking, God, yeah, yeah. what the heck? Again, you hear the avalanche coming. You're going through the side. Exactly. Any way sure. you can get out of that tent, sure. you're going to get out of that tent. Yeah. You know, and that's that's what made. I think it was. What didn't one of you two cover it? It seemed like. Yeah, I, somebody did. I, I think about it was it one Mike. Year covered it maybe yeah it seemed to me mike might have covered it yeah, and as soon as i heard the avalanche theory i had never thought of it but i'm thinking god that's that's gotta be it it's brilliant yeah. 
Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, because you wouldn't, if you came upon it and the snow melted off and everything kind of like, you know, dissipated, <laughs> you wouldn't know. Sure, you know? sure. So I, I just remembered that infrasound, though, was at one point associated with, you know, the possibility of what caused it. One of the thoughts. Yeah. 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 Wow. Yeah, it makes sense. I mean, that that would be a reasonable thing. Yeah. yeah. That makes people act crazy and paranoid it, and scared and What's cool about it is in that uh, article, they talk about the dog whistle and that that's that really resonated with me because it's talking about the dogs can hear it. So obviously it's not fake, but yet we don't hear it, you know, so Mm. I think that's kind of cool. What about the Aztec death whistle? Yes, those we can definitely hear. (laughs) (laughs) Place of honor. (laughs) I've got mine. So okay, so we we will we will give put a plus mark here or a check mark for the infrasound. Uh, The the next one, we're like, (laughs) yeah, we're probably going to finish this up some other time. Um, We we could always finish, you know, do one or two more and then finish up the list next time, and then maybe maybe spend the last section of the next one talking about Josiah's experiences. That'd be cool. Yeah, we could pop back and forth on these things because I think we all um, have a lot to say and opinions on the next the next one of the twelve. Okay, guys, here here's a big one: orbs, ghostly orbs in pictures. What are they? Well, of course, they're spirits. Every yeah. orb is. Yeah. Of course, they are. Next one. Yeah. <laughs> oh wait. It. Have you guys ever had a photo of an orb that you're like, damn, I think we got something here? Yes. And I remember you rained on my parade immediately when I showed it to you. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, mine was sorry about that. Mine was a cell phone camera picture with flash taken in the basement of Conover, and uh, mm-hmm. a piece of dust was awfully close to the lens, and it was illuminated, and it. Because of the slow exposure, it traveled from the entire top of the frame oh. to the entire bottom, and it looked like a massive white streak and everything. And I said, "Oh yeah. my god, I think I got something." Yeah, I. Y- your heart leaps when you see it at first, and you're like, "Gosh, ah, shit!" Right. It's a piece of dust. It's a bug. It's even even moisture in the air mm-hmm. can can show up, especially because with flashes. And a lot of this is an artifact of our of the the cell phone cameras. Or even just the little point and shoot ones. Um, I, I think the general. So, uh, what do they say here about this? Um, uh, mostly you see it in flash photog- photography, bugs. Uh, it, there's, there's. <laughs> boy, it, it's it's really hard. Because there are some situations where if you see something with your eyeballs, yes, and you catch it on a photo, okay, I'm, I, I'm going to see that differently. Especially if you don't use a flash, if there's no illumination, right. Uh, but as soon as you introduce a flash, now you've got a possibility of, of dust, m- m- most likely dust, lint floating through the air of, of reflecting that just because of the angle they're, they're so it's such a tight angle um, that, that increases the possibility of that happening 
the bad part is you have no perspective as far as distance goes. That dust is probably a few inches in front of you. And if you ever think there's no dust in your house, sorry. Yep. You know, if, if you're sitting near a window on a sunny day, there's dust. You can see it. That's why you can see the sunlight coming in, because of dust. Then, then you smack the couch cushion, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden your room's full of ghosts. I mean, orbs. I mean, dust. <laughs> um, that, 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 that's what you're seeing. But when you take the photo of it, or even in a video, you don't know if that's two inches, two feet, 20 feet in front of you. There's no way to tell that perspective. And it will throw you off because if things are out of focus 20 feet away because of the aperture you're using, you know, you're, you're focused like that. And then this fuzzy thing's out of focus. That doesn't mean it's 20 feet away. It just means it's out of focus because it's a weird thing in your camera. You're not going to be able to catch it. And that's what bothers me on some of these paranormal shows when they'll be like, this is what dust looks like. And they'll show like dust. And we all you would see it. Like if you if you watch a DVR, infrared DVR, you know what dust looks like snowfall. You know, and, a lot. and let's be but honest. Once in a while, you do catch that crazy one shooting around. Let, let's be honest. It's only one show that does it. <laughs> I'm trying to be <laughs> generous here. It's but the only yeah, show. It's, like, it's the only that show shoots that shoots right into somebody's head. I was just going to okay, say that, it's the only show yeah, that they're gives... 15 feet away. And that dust is probably three inches in front of the camera lens. Yep. It's the only show that gives credibility to orbs, period, you know? Yeah. Although, Steve, we did get caught one time, dude. Weren't we, when the first night we, we hooked up the DVR in the uh, in, in, in the uh, museum? It's funny you mentioned and there's that. there's like this flash. It's funny you, you mentioned that because we actually do include that in, we included that in our presentation. Really? But we did also did say... You, did you have a video of that? Well, are you talking the one where it kind of peeked into the side of the frame and then... Yeah, yeah, and then know? went out. It yeah. looked like it peeked in and came out. Yep. And which, you know, uh, honestly, if, if you slow it down and completely stop it, it looks way too elongated to kind of be a piece of dust and everything. Mm-hmm. We don't present it as evidence, you know, or, you know, you, you know what I'm saying? But we always introduce it with a caveat you know but at, at the same yeah, time yeah. you know and and what i was going to kind of say is <clears throat> i don't give much credence to orbs ever but if it has a strange trajectory or if it moves in a you know if, if it stops on a dime and turns the other way granted yes mm-hmm. wind could have shifted you know whatever whatever but if it takes a strange path or a kind of an unexplainable path then, I, yeah. then i'll give it a little bit of you know I don't know. Yeah, I, I agree. I'll agree with that. Yeah, um, I, I think. But, but again, without knowing that the, the without distance, is it zigzagging or is it actually? I mean, it's a three. It's bad traveling in three dimensional space. It could be moving away from you, but it looks like it's zigzagging. zigzagging. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and I think there's something to be said about the difference. Just like you had mentioned, a camera versus your own eye. You know, there was one experience mm-hmm. that I had. One of the only visual experiences. I've had in my life um i was at an ex-girlfriend's mother's house and i had just gotten on the fire department in byron and i was looking out the window thinking the exact thought to myself if the fire department got called here for a call would they know how to get here immediately or would they have to look it up on the maps for some reason that crossed into my head and i i kid you not 
It was a minute later my pager went off for the next door neighbor who I I knew nothing about. I'd never been over there for calls or anything, so it's not like they were frequent. The next door neighbor was in respiratory distress. So I'm looking Mm. out the bay window waiting for the ambulance to come, and I called her little brother. I said, hey, Will, if you want to see the fire truck, come on out. Because he was like eight or nine at the time and he's excited about that so i said if you want to see the fire truck it's going to be coming right now with its lights and sirens on come on and let's check it out so it would have been about three or four minutes by the time the call was presented to the time they arrived on scene so him and i are looking out the bay window waiting for the fire truck and i kid you not this giant orb i'd say about the size of a basketball maybe a little bit bigger it was purple and it floated right by a big tree out front and it was like hovering around the recycling bin and we're both just staring at it like what in god's name are we seeing and he was so freaked out he started crying and in his in his sight he saw it fly up into the air and disappear and i just saw it disappear so to me huh. that that kind of orb is interesting but we didn't catch it on camera i mean that was even you know, I think cell phone flip phone cameras had just come out at that point in time, so I probably wouldn't have caught it anyway. But it was just wow. this like to to see one with your naked eye is quite a bit different, I'd say, than actually catching it on camera, if that makes any sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean it's nice to have that, that, that proof that you can share to other people, but you know what you saw. Yeah, exactly. And somebody else saw the same thing at the same time. Yeah, and I'd love to know how that would have come over on on an actual image, you know, and <laughs> Whether or not that was paranormal, it could have been what I've heard as ball lightning, but its movements. I thought about that. Yeah, Yeah. its movements just didn't seem to quite add up to ball lightning. Sure. Swamp gas? Yeah, it could have been. (laughs) I mean, we weren't near swamps, but, you know, who knows? It it just seemed really strange. Did you say swamp ass? No, I just... (laughs) Sorry. I think you did. Somebody was eating McDonald's again. (laughs) You know, I mean, you can really explain most of them. I, I mean, the actual header for this section was specifically ghostly orbs in pictures are purely camera problems, you know? Yeah. Mm. It does a good job of explaining them. But one thing it doesn't mention is, you know, people talk about pulsing or flashing orbs. And I had a theory on that. I, You know, it, it's probably in print somewhere as well and everything. But with the illuminators we use a lot of times with our static cameras or our DVR, you have a bunch of individual bulbs clustered together. Ah, you know, and if okay. if a piece of dust okay. is moving past it slowly, yeah, there'd be like ninety, some of them like not ninety six well, LEDs. You could have as many, yeah, and, and some of the older bulb ones, you know, there was fewer, but as it passes yeah. across each one, it gets illuminated really bright, and then it's moving between the two lights, and it kind of dims, and then it gets by the next one, it gets bright again, and yeah, you know, yeah. yeah. So there's your pulsing orb. You're pretty smart, Steve. Shit. I, like I said, I'm sure it's I'm sure it's written down somewhere, but just that was my impression of it. You know. I mean, I'm sure at a certain distance, maybe they all they all blend, right? Or, and, and there's no difference. But but what is that distance? Sure, exactly. You know, anything past. Wow. Yeah, but whatever the trajectory of the light is, I guess. Yeah, and yeah. I'll tell you, one of, we've had some. Uh, I know I had it at one time. I tried to dump it off on somebody. I hope it wasn't you. Um, there was an infrared light, infrared light that was very, uh, it was almost like a spotlight. I was really disappointed with it because hmm. it was, it it was not a floodlight. It wouldn't light up. A, I mean, it would make a room look like it was lit a little bit. 
but it was mostly focused in one spot. And I, I wrote the manufacturer. I'm like, what's the deal with this? You're like, yeah, that's the way they are. <laughs> oh, thanks, man. That, that's great. <laughs> Why would anybody want this? Right. Like, it's like, I think there's a hole in the bottom of my, of my bucket. Yeah, that's the way we make them. <laughs> Why would anybody want that? Right. So, um, yeah, it was really disappointing that, that it was like that. But um, so it, it, there are different styles, and, and maybe those are spotlight style LEDs, and, and they don't have a wide dispersion. And, yeah, that's, that's really neat. I had never thought about that. One of the hardest things as a tour guide, you know, we've all been there. All three of us have definitely done it. And even on my, this last, the trip to New Orleans, I even saw the, the tour guide kind of do this. It was almost like a dismissal. You know, you could tell he, he wanted to be interested, but it was probably the umpteenth time he's heard this. But all <laughs> the people were showing him the orbs on their phones, you know. And oh, yeah. I think we've all experienced that. And it's like you, you don't want to be the bad guy to to dismiss and be like that's just dust but you know at the same time it's like are we doing them a disservice by not explaining it and then there's the times when you do explain it and you can tell they're they're not buying it they're like it's right. a fucking ghost no. well you know as a matter of credibility no. and integrity you know you want to say you know it's it's possible that you know yes they've manifested in this ball of light but it's most likely that it's dust moisture in the air whatever whatever you yeah. know but at the same yeah. time yeah if they're having a good time and and they're they're considering that solid proof and solid evidence i mean you know at some point you're kind of like eh, do i really want to you know piss in their cheerios or and not you know that's right yeah. i have that hard time right you know, exactly it's like derailing right. their enjoyment you know yeah so there's a fine line but you know i don't know we were co-hosting an event one time with somebody at conover and there was a uh I, I forget who who was even running it at that point, or who was running it with us, and uh, they were kind of wrapping things up, doing their thing at the end. And somebody, there was like this little discussion, oh, 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 this heated discussion of somebody in the corner. They're like, look, look, we, one of the photos that we took, there's orbs in it, and there was this like uncomfortably long pause, and the guy who was like speaking at that time went, cool. And just kind of turned back and continued on with what he was <laughs> saying. So we talked yes. about afterwards, and he's like, "Yeah, he's like, I, I, what can you say?" You know, he said, "I just said cool," and uh, we moved on. <laughs> you don't want to spend too much time because, it, yeah, it could be something, but chances are, in this old, dusty, musty building, is probably dust and must. You know, it's probably what it is. Yeah, and I was, I, I'm not going to name the establishment, that, but there is this place in Wisconsin, and it was, you know, they're they're talking about how haunted this bar is, blah, 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 and part of the thing is they'll bring you, the, the, the basement's supposed to be the most haunted area, and they'll bring you up to this quad screen where you can watch things going on in the basement, but you can't actually go down there. Apparently, there's some liquor law that pro prohibits you from going down there. But the bartender okay. will go down there and flip on the lights so you can see it a little bit better. And as soon as they walk through, you, you could just oh, see yeah. they're stirring everything up. And they're sure. like, do you see them? They're floating yeah. around. They're all active. Yep. It's like, no. The, there's another place pretty close to yeah. home here that relied on that. On their, the movement triggers on their security yeah. cameras, you know, and everything. As, exactly. Yeah. I don't want to 
call that one out either but yeah and that's just we had we had a strobe one time though and i I think you saw it steve you were monitoring the dvr up in the attic yeah it was light bursts in and out yes it it was like right above the stair area and and the the bizarre thing was i think if the windows weren't covered at the time um it, there's still no way it could have projected in from the streets no, four no, stories down. No, you know, there, there's no way the down. windows, right? No, just the way the windows and the walls were there. There was no way light was coming in off the street and hitting that. You know what? And, and it would have happened a lot more. Right. It would have happened more than once all night long. It just did it one time. And right. was that the comet one you guys were talking about? No, or? that the, the, well, the comet. No, that this was. Uh, this was we had a static cam in the. Just past the office area before you go into the room that has the one light bulb. Okay, yeah. So we had a we had a camera there and it was pointed back towards the stairs where you come up. Okay. And it was right above the stair area, kind of where it says it yeah. it on the yeah. uh, the wood and everything. Right in that area, it was like a big giant light flash. Oh, okay, wow. And no one was in the area with uh, flashlights. No one was even in the attic at the time. You Weird. know, you had, a, right. you had a crazy light burst, yeah. and it happened twice, maybe or something. Wow, that'd be interesting. Those were yeah, like the, I think you were just watching. You were just like hanging out and watching the DVR that night. So it was yeah. probably one of the first times we did it because right. nobody wanted to sit and watch it after. Oh, I, the, I, honestly, I absolutely love monitoring DVR. <clears throat> yeah. e, e, whether people are out investigating or whether everyone's just hanging out, I just love monitoring them. Mm-hmm. Because it's in a room that you're not in, and that anything in that room thinks nobody's there, you know. And it's True. like, yeah, yeah, what's going to happen? <laughs> that is kind of. I exciting. just remember that. That. Oh, go ahead. Oh no, I was just going to say that is kind of exciting to be able to do that. Yep. The, the one night I was setting up for the Kling Brothers, and like there were all it was it was a hot July night. It was like 101 up there, and no air moving through at all. It was awful. And I'm like hearing all these noises around me, <laughs> and like I mean, it's like it, it was crazy that the the sounds. And yeah, some of it might have been the 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 attic hot and cold and the movement. Of it, but it was a lot of noise. I mean, we've been up there a lot, and this was a lot of noise. And finally, finally, I'm like, all right, knock it off. I know you're here. And I know you're not going to be doing this in the next couple of nights. If you want to really, you know, I'm like, I'm like yelling at them because I'm getting annoyed that they're making so much noise with me up there trying to get some work done. Wow. <laughs> and it, was, it was just incredible. <laughs> and I wondered if the cameras were up and running at that point, if anything would have shown up, if we would have seen anything or if I would have had an audio recorder running. Nice. They'd been like laughing at me. <laughs> <laughs> really getting under his skin. Oh, yeah, that was that that was that, that was fun having them out. That was pretty cool. You know, well, while we're still on the topic of orbs, um, I, I didn't see it anywhere else in the article, so I'm going to bring it up. Lens flare. That's another yeah. that's another orb that's often mistaken for something paranormal, especially because cell phones tend to make it greenish, you know, and everything and color greenish, bluish. And, uh, yeah, you know, there may be an explanation out there. My phone just died, so I actually can't Google it, but, but there may be an explanation for exactly how lens flare works. But the way I always describe it, J.J. Abrams is really good with explaining that. He did. Does he? Oh, okay. I, I mean, if you... <laughs> but that's like his signature shot, you know, it was like... Oh, yeah, yeah, lens yeah. Flare, lens flare. Yep, yeah. yep. The Battlestar Galactica. And yes, yes. Um, but but if Star you, Trek. If you yeah. look at the light source and uh, 
you draw like an, you know, if you drew a line between the X, you know, the X and the Y uh, axis meeting at the mm-hmm. center of the picture, if you take the light source and mirror it over the X axis, mirror it over the Y axis, boom, that's exactly where <clears throat> this greenish orb is going to show up, you know? Mm-hmm. You, you can predict it. You, you can 100% predict exactly where it's going to be, and it always is symmetrical over the x and y axis from the sun or the light bulb or whatever's you know whatever the light source is yeah and and i, and I try and point I, that out oh. and people are just like just go you know they, they just go flat don't get you know? sciencey on me is it a ghost yeah, yeah or or they just you know, yeah. oh well you know it's still cool you know <laughs> i think sometimes they want to believe so badly that no matter what explanation you're giving them they're, they're don't not gonna we all take it. Yeah. don't we all though i think i believe we all probably have a, a little bit of that in us i mean there, there have been times yeah. certain yeah. evidence i don't want it to be dismissed well that, that's why i try and do it gently but i kind of say you know rather than say oh wow no you're all wrong you yeah. know this is what it really is no you say Oh, yeah. I've, I've encountered that before, and, and you know this is the explanation mm-hmm. for it and stuff. You try to do it gently and everything, but people still get pissed. I, I remember M- Michelle debunked a uh, lens flare to someone on Facebook, and this person instantly blocked her and <laughs> whatever, and that was that. You know? Yeah, and that's. I, I had a, I had a, a friend of a friend text me a video, and it was at a campfire. And when they'd move away from the campfire, something was like back and forth. Like they'd they try to go this way, and then something would come, and they'd move back, and it would dis- It was like it's coming to the fire. It's it's it's, it's moving with the fire. Look at it. It's going. Well, it was it was actually the fire inverted. Sure. If you really looked at it, if you paused it, it was an inverted. So it would look like the flames are going down. And yeah, as she moved left, it moved right. When she moved right, it moved left. Yeah. And I explained what what did I say? I, I, it was a, it was a refraction, um, a refraction and something. Else. But yeah, it was it was like an inverted refraction, right? Of this thing, basically lens flare. Mm-hmm. And I said, well, and I texted back to her because she would like texted me. She was oh so excited. This happened at the campfire. It looked like a little boy running back and forth. I think it was like this big long explanation. And I texted back, hey, it looks like it's this thing. Nothing. No response. Not like, well, I don't know. I guess if you say so, maybe. No, nothing. Just nothing. Like, sorry, didn't. Glad, glad you thought enough of me to send it to me, <laughs> but uh, not to, you know, take take my uh, opinion of what I think it is. You know, and again, but with those types of reactions, it's gotten to the point where someone posts something like that, and it's just kind of like, wow, okay, that's pretty cool, you know, yeah. and you just let it go. You're like, wait, yeah. I, I yeah. value this person. I don't want them to, you know. Turn you know, turn around and block me, or just whatever yeah. you know, or whatever, whatever. So I just say, well, good pick, yeah. good picture. Sometimes for me, it's it's more of like I'm worried about hurting their feelings. Well, you know? yes, so I don't want to hurt like, their feelings, or yeah. I don't want them to, yeah, or feel embarrassed even. You know, like oh my god, I can't believe I thought that was real, but it's really not. Yeah, but like yeah, you said, yeah. you brought up a good point in the fact that it is kind of our duty to kind of educate them, but do it in a tactful manner, you sure. know, and as easy as that can be. But sometimes even doing that, people are they're not going to take it well. You know, they they just want it to be something, right? Right. Yeah, I mean, we're not, uh, we're not, you know. Is there a, such thing as a professional in this? But yeah, we're 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 not 
professionals. We are not audio, video, photography, sound experts. But um, we don't have to be asses about yeah. right <laughs> about working with some people. people some people and, relish. You know, hey, at one point we at one point in our lives we looked at a photo with orbs and said oh my god there's a hundred ghosts in this room <laughs> yeah. yeah i know i know and, and, and we we're so excited about it or scared or depends if we took the photo and we we're still standing in the room so you know everybody goes through this learning process and do you want the person who's got more experience with it looking at you and saying well let's take a minute and look at this and and, and you know consider these factors da 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 whatever or do you want them to say that's dust <laughs> i can't believe you thought that was a ghost <laughs> no you don't want to be that person yeah no although so, some people yeah, enjoy there is some, some people enjoy doing with, that with though. handling these. but you know what maybe it is something maybe that is the photo that is something that it's not an orb it is something like josiah's glowing purple ball that sounded weird to say <laughs> does anybody have any ointment yeah. <laughs> but but you oh, know oh, we'll, those words never come out of my mouth again we'll never know i i mean yes you can say it's most likely dust but you know what is one out of every hundred something actual is two or three out of every hundred yeah. actual or, or zero you know i mean we'll, we'll never know if one out of a thousand is, mm-hmm. that's pretty cool. Oh yeah, I agree. But how do you know which one it is? Yeah, you, you just gotta keep looking. Yeah, I think the key <laughs> is in that not immediately dismissing it. Like you said, just kind of all right. Well, if you're that convinced, let's take a look at it and see what we can figure out. You know. Yeah. I mean, EVPs can be uh, interference. You know, poorly insulated. Uh, circuits in your recorder or microphone can can bring that on. Okay, I, I'll buy that. It, it, it's it's the static that we were using. Uh, oh shoot, what's the audio pareidolia? Audiodolia. I don't know if that's a word or not, but that's what I'm saying. Um, you know, hey, we're, it, it could be a hundred different things that's not a voice. But when you say when you ask a question and you get a response on a recorder that sounds like it's answering your question yeah or gives you information that you didn't have before huh i don't know that's that, that makes you stop and, and think Yep. you wonder about that or, or like ovilus i don't know if you guys were listening but sherry shared that story when she had the ovilus uh, in, in Conover where we had had the store and she had made candles in the store and she's holding the ovalist that said make candles very Come relevant on. yep I remember I mean thousands of words in this thing yeah. she's holding it and those two words come up in sequence yeah the odds of that are, <sighs> I, I would love to know the odds of that they've just got to be astronomical yeah yeah exactly I mean if one of those words coming up but then both coming up one after the other. Yep. It was just amazing. So uh, I, I, I guess there has to be some suspension of disbelief in doing this. We, we've got to be willing to consider consider the paranormal as possibly being the normal for what we're doing. 
But I, I think Jim Harold says about uh, have an open mind, but not so open that your brains fall out. <laughs> nice. Yeah, that's awesome. <clears throat> yeah. So, you know, that I, I, I think there's much wisdom in that statement. <laughs> so, well, hey, you know what? We didn't get very far through this list, but I think we had some good discussions about how much Discovery Plus sucks. So, um, <laughs> And the Marvel Comic Universe, you know. Well, yeah, I mean, we, we covered important no, things. Is, of course. is it the comic universe or cinematic universe, MCU? I think it is cinematic, yeah. Okay, well, I've been saying it wrong all night. Which is weird, because it's still a C. Yeah, you know. I know. But, and then there's like all the different, okay, whatever. <laughs> we do not need to go down this rabbit hole any further. Before we wrap things up, though, um, I think Josiah, I, I don't know if he mentioned it to you in, in any of our chats or conversations, but... Josiah had some exciting news that uh, came in uh, oh, yeah. two weeks ago or so. Do you want yeah, to yeah. tell Mike about it? What's that? Sure. Um, so out of the clear blue, Kathy Kressel, which oh. kind of full circle, it's interesting because you were the one that pointed at me and you said, if you want to get get to know somebody, get to know her. Uh, she, <laughs> she contacted me and asked if we would be willing to help her out with tours at the Tinker Swiss Cottage. Um and immediately Whoa. I'm like, what about Greg and Alan? You know, we've got a set of friends that are, you know, they're always super helpful and interested. And Greg's got, you know, tons of equipment, probably the most equipment I've ever seen an individual have. <laughs> and he, it, it is just his thing. You know, it's Greg absolutely loves doing it. And I said, would those guys cool. be okay? You know, would it be all right? You know, I didn't know if she just wanted it to be Steve and I. And she she kind of came back with me and said yeah as long as you can vouch for them and make sure they're professional yes i would absolutely love that and she did say that she does have other things on the horizon so it's not only this yeah. so other lo- like, other locations and other events yeah. yeah and it's it's really cool a good feeling that she's wanting to partner up with us and she approached us we had we it's not like we put our names in the hats or anything she just came to us <laughs> and that felt pretty good yep. Awesome. That yeah. is fantastic news. I'm really happy for you guys. And Thank for you. her. Yes. She's you. uh Yeah, she she she's got a good crew with her now. That's I mean not that she didn't before, but you know. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> so that could be yeah. you know, that could be kind of like the Phoenix coming out of the ashes, you know, since we're sort of leaving Scottish Rite and all that and Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Think things have been changing a lot when, you know, one door opens, you jump out a window. Yep. <laughs> so, yeah. Yep. Fantastic. That's great. So we look forward to, to hearing all about what new adventures are, are, are coming coming your way. Yeah. Very cool. That's great. Thank That's you. great. Uh, you know, and, and I think uh, a, a lot of that comes from the fact that uh, you guys are <laughs> level-headed. Uh, you're you're reasonable people. You run a good business. You know you you don't pretend it's something that it's not when people come in to to have a ghost tour, whether it's at your building or one of the events that you're hosting. And um, uh, people can be sensational. They can offer flashy stuff, but you know what the the things that last are the things that are solid that have, that have a good foundation and they take a little bit longer sometimes to build and you guys have been doing that um it's 
coming around because if, if you're doing events with Kathy uh, in the northern Illinois area, that is the big time. That That's great. She is the paranormal haunted person in uh, in northern Illinois, uh, spe- specifically Rockford in the area. So, uh, you know, Rockford is no small place. So uh, I'm, I'm really happy to hear that for you guys. Thank that you. is fantastic. And um, yeah, Kathy, yeah, she, she's found herself a couple good guys. So awesome. Thank congratulations. You. Thank you. Yeah, we're super, super excited about it. Wonderful. Wonderful. Yeah. And, and she, she's got a huge following. Yeah. Um, and, and she's, you know, not just this, but uh, as, a, as a historian, as a researcher. A published um, author, she, you know. Yeah. Yeah. She, she does she does some great work to support this type of thing that she's doing, too. So mm-hmm. all, all around, she's, she's a great person. She does great work. That's going to be a great partnership. Awesome. So. All right. Well, I really look forward to seeing what's going to happen. Yeah, we'll keep you posted. Yeah, good. You better <laughs> not just show up in Louisiana sometime. <laughs> Guess where I am? Right. Damn it, Josiah! <laughs> so. All right. Well, I, I yeah, we've we've uh, yeah we we've. I'm just looking at the time here. We've squeaked a lot out of this one, so. Um, I, I think this would be a good place to, to tie things up then on that high note. And uh, so at this time, do you guys have anything scheduled, anything coming up? Or are you kind of just riding out, this, waiting for the weather to break? Pretty much that. You know, we're, of course, we've got the Tinker Swiss cottage that she was talking about. So that's going to be like July, July, I think. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. Plenty of time to put things together and yep. pr- promote it. We have got deposits down for a joint uh, RAPS and uh, Midwest Ghost Society investigation down at the Missouri State Penitentiary. That's okay. com- that's coming up also in July, I believe, weekend before or weekend after the Tinker thing. That's the one you guys had going on that weekend. I'm going on the investigation, right? Yeah, I think uh, it conflicted either the same weekend or like the one immediately before or after. Yeah, it was. Okay. It yeah, was well, it was like in that. Yeah. And it, I think in the main area, the major conflict with with that one was a Sunday night, Monday night investigation. Yeah. At, you know, eight and a half hours away or whatever it is. <laughs> yes, it's going to be a drive. It's going to be tough. Yeah. But it's about halfway. I mean, if if we if True. we had been able to do that, it would have been about halfway for both of us. So. That, that would have been good to see you guys there, but uh, yeah, Postown. Or I want to say Postown. Post Town. Yes. Post Town School. Yeah, in Ohio. So um, I'll be there with some some old friends. Very cool. In July. Yeah. So it'll be uh, it'll be fun. Need to dust off my cameras and whatnot and get out there and have some fun again. You bet. I'm sure we'll have some news coming up at some point. I, I mean, we, we had those uh, riverboat yeah. things scheduled for October. Those might get revived. Mm. Stronghold might have spring something going on. We'll, we'll see. The, there, I'm sure there'll be such, plenty of stuff to talk about soon. And, of course, anything coming up will be on your Facebook page, correct? Yes, sir. Absolutely. So, uh, Bartell and Henson Paranormal 
And uh, you mentioned RAPS. That's Rock River Area Paranormal Society, also on Facebook. And still got the ConoverGhosts.com going strong. Mm-hmm. Or at least holding steady. <laughs> <laughs> um, what else? Of course, we've got... Uh, for, for paranormal one we've got contact what, what is that email address uh para one contact yeah. <laughs> at gmail.com and of course on facebook and paranormal one.com and this was the week i was going to be ready to um actually say what the instagram was but now i can't remember it so it's going to, have to wait another week <laughs> our instagram is bartell underscore and underscore hudson i think i think so yeah that's yeah i'm 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 opening the app i think i've done this before and i could not figure it out why why can't i just click on things and see you know i'm usually pretty tech savvy but i'm 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 a total luddite when it comes to instagram for some reason and snapchat i just don't yeah it doesn't click with me you'd think this would be important enough for me to figure out Apparently not. So, yeah, we, all, um, we all need Twitter. I don't. Know, pa- I, I keep getting like five new people that follow me every day. Nice. We, we all need Twitter. Like five hundred twenty-three followers. I'm like, what's wrong with you people? Why are you following me? Um, I've only got four posts. I appreciate it. But Paranormal One needs a Twitter account. You know what? I, I thought it's the Conover Ghosts twitter account oh there is that's a twitter kind of that, that's what i get notifications oh, okay. on i was okay. i was trying to think of the other day um shouldn't it tell me somewhere okay this is going to obviously be something for another time <sighs> hopefully by the time we're hopefully by that time we're still doing podcasts um we'll see all right okay guys it's been a real treat I mean, it really has. It yeah. didn't sound like it when I just said that, but it has been a real treat. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> and, and and someday yeah, we'll have to do the uh, Paranormal One After Hours um, unplugged, uncensored. That'd be fun. Kind of <laughs> I thing. agree. Um, I'm going to secretly record. Steve, you might want to wait till your kids all turn 18 before. <laughs> I was going to say, that, t- since we're not, rec- since most of those conversations happen when we're not recording through, you know, the computers, I'm going to have to start secretly recording them on my phone and, you know, cataloging them, you know? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, I don't know if I want people. Oh, yeah, by the way, guys. To know the kind of things we talk about sometimes <laughs> when we're not recording. <laughs> we, we, we used to, okay, so just to give an idea here, we used to, uh, you know, we, we'd meet at like, what, nine o'clock or something like that, do the tour, do some setup, do the tours, uh, people would leave depending on what was going on, 11, 12, 1, I don't know. And then we, we'd like stand out in the parking lot for two hours. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Mostly in the cold. Yeah. <laughs> Instead of standing in the warm building, we'd be out in the cold parking lot uh, or, or the hot parking lot if it was in the middle of summer, um, talking for like two or three hours yep. you know like, like crawling home at 3 8 4 a.m um like what have i done this is why we were up so late but but it was just fun and yep. you know we're talking about random stuff and just it wasn't even ghost stuff it was just stuff um but yeah most of it though i i, I really wouldn't want anybody outside of 
our group to hear that. NSF. So yeah, I think we'd have w. to be a little careful about some of the topics we chose. Definitely not safe for work. Yeah. Or broadcast. Yeah. Or podcast. <laughs> so um, yeah, we'll just have to heavily redact some of the conversations. We'll say. <laughs> Heavily redacted, black Heavily. lines across him. Heavily. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll 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 th- th- that'll be on on the, the the planning board for a while. We'll you know maybe we'll release that we'll on the, the uh, maybe we'll release that on the paranormal one OnlyFans page. Yeah. <laughs> 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 that might be the only way it could work. It's true. Yeah. It's true. That might be. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that just totally blew out whatever was in my head, which yep. is probably just as well. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Um, I, I, I think this is probably time we could be tying things up here we've given out all the web pages and facebook pages and instagram as we can remember at least you guys got yours um i don't know if you do a search for paranormal one am i did we connect on instagram are we good question do you mean with the bartell and henson thing yeah yeah it sounds familiar but i never good question i don't know i don't know here we go again i'm just what? What? I'm like 90 years old trying to figure out how to do these things. <sighs> at least okay. you're at least you're not talking to other people's farts, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so what is it? Only fans? Is that what we'll do? That what's it called? Yep, only fans. Fans only. Okay, whatever it is. Yeah, it's we'll, we'll do. <laughs> I was, now I'm now I'm looking up Instagram. On the computer because I think I'm logged in. <laughs> okay, that makes no sense. Um, profile. Hot damn. Para one info. Number one. Para number one info. Not number, just para one info. Okay. That was easy. <laughs> I'll conveniently forget that for next time. <laughs> but okay, we got it set. Uh, any last words of wisdom, or are you guys as tired as I am? I don't have anything on my end. Nope, we covered it all. We covered a lot of ground. <laughs> we got through everything tonight. That is <laughs> fantastic. All right, everybody, thanks again for listening. We do appreciate each and every single one of you who listens to us when you feel like it um which is the great thing about podcasts because you can listen when you feel like it but uh if you want that t-shirt if you want to be the one person who gets the t-shirt go back i don't even know how many weeks it was and find out the secret message you have to send get your decoder ring out and uh send that old-fashioned when did email become outdated seriously steve like who really uses email (laughs) No, I, I understand people use it like in a work environment <laughs> or just whatever, whatever. But, but if I want to contact you, I'm not going to send you an email. I'm going to shoot you a message or comment on Facebook or message. Yeah, that's true. Facebook. 
to tell them if they leave a comment anywhere on your Instagram page or the Facebook page, they can win a damn T-shirt. Instagram. Wait, I have an Instagram page. No. Don't okay, you, we'll talk about this some other time. Did you have a paranormal one Instagram account? I do. I have a page. I think. See, this is this is how. Yeah, I, I think it's just like a blanket term. Yeah. Right? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. What's IGTV? Instagram TV, huh. maybe. I don't know. <laughs> wow. Wow. It is getting late because that's exactly what it would mean. Yes. <laughs> Wow. Okay, I even should have been able to figure that one out. <laughs> okay, for anybody listening, I actually am more tech savvy than I sound. Just not when it comes to Instagram, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll have to figure some more of that out. Hey, but at least I got the Peril One info figured out, which has been like five months. <laughs> I've been trying to come up with that, so now we know. All right, everybody. Sick of this. So, um, <laughs> thanks a lot, guys. It's been great talking to you again. You too, Mike. Have a great night. Thanks. Yeah, and Josiah, if you decide to go to, you know, like Alcatraz or something <laughs> before next week, let us know so we can maybe ask you to get a keychain or something. I'll let you when guys you're there. know. <laughs> All right. So, um, thanks again, everybody, for listening. Um, we're like I said, we we're, we appreciate everybody and what all they the support. Um, if you want to send us a message or like us or uh, yeah, please like us, um, favorite the podcast. However, it works with the place you listen through. We appreciate it. Comments, anything like that, it's cool. So um, we we will uh, be back soon continue what we talked about tonight which is almost everything and until next time we will see you in the dark